Hey everybody, it's the Pure Nintendo Koopa Cast. We're back to our semi-normal routine after taking a break to talk about our predictions for 2023. But now we're back. We've cycled back to Mario. We also did Kirby and the Pokemon, and it's actually been three months since we've talked to Mario, so it's, that's too long to go without talking about Mario, because we love him. And, uh, yeah, I certainly love him. And, uh, you know, Justin, who's here? Big Mario fan? Yeah, hey, everyone. <laughs> and maybe the biggest Mario fan I know, uh, Gemma. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I do love Mario. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into it. So, obviously, the big game that we're going to be talking about, um, both in terms of, you know, scope and size, is Super Mario World for the SNES. But... You know, in between the NES trilogy and that game, uh, we did see the birth of Mario's Game Boy Adventures. I did want to briefly talk about Super Mario Land and the follow-up, Six Golden Coins. Uh, so yeah, let's start with Super Mario Land. Not a very long game, but yeah, let's open the floor. What did you guys think of this one? Well, if you want me to go first, I actually didn't play this one at the time for some odd reason. I just never had Super Mario Land, not the first one anyway. So I actually played it, um, I don't remember how or where, <laughs> some virtual console somewhere. I finally played it, I think it was maybe on my DS or 3DS, and I played through it um, and, and really loved it. But this is obviously a lot, because when did this game come out? What year was that? 1989. Early 90s. 1989, yeah. 1989, really? Yep. yep. That's crazy. <laughs> okay. Mm. That's a long time ago. Yeah, I had a Game Boy. I don't know how. And I and I was already a Mario fan um, with the NES games. So I'm not sure how I missed out on Super Mario Land, but somehow I did. So yeah, I caught up much, much later, probably like 10 or 15 years ago. Um, and I really liked it. You Tetris all the time, Gemma. Is that why? Yeah. <laughs> And that, um, what was that crocodile pinball? I was playing a lot of that too. Gator, Gator oh, Revenge of the Gator. Revenge awesome. of the Gator. Remember that? I love that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that and like um, Escape from Camp Deadly and stuff like that. Somehow I just missed out on Super Mario Land. But I'm glad I did eventually play it because I think I thought, you know, the front cover looked cool because it was like a colorful Mario Land, you know, colorful um, world of Mario and his enemies and. But then I knew it was a black and white, like kind of very simple game because it was a Game Boy game, right? Mm-hmm. So I just maybe thought it's not the same as Super Mario Brothers 3, for example. It's not going to be, it's going to be a step backwards for me. So maybe I just didn't. <laughs> but when I finally did play it, um, it surprised me in how much uh, I want to say depth. Like it's not, it's obviously not a long game, but it did have a lot of depth for what it was just as a simple platformer on such a basic system being the Game Boy. Um, it did surprise me and I really, really enjoyed it. And I played it right through um, at the time. And yeah, I, I was generally impressed and wished I had played it back in the day, <laughs> but that's okay. What about you, Justin? Did you play it at the time or were you like me and delayed your <laughs> enjoyment? Yeah, no, I uh, I played it fairly early on. My my One of my older brothers had the original Game Boy, the large one. Um, and I remember playing it on that. I got a Game Boy Pocket uh, later on. So I, I mean, I probably, I remember playing it on the Game Boy Fat and 
Uh, you remember those little like magnifying glasses and lights uh, that you uh, could like yeah. put on? I have one of those. Actually. Like I remember playing it on his Game Boy on with those little attachments. You know, um, I probably didn't fully beat the game until like the Game Boy Pocket was was fully mine. Like when I when I got the Game Boy Pocket, I was like, oh cool, and we still had some Game Boy games, and and my brothers would let me borrow theirs, and so I remember playing. Um, Super Mario Land on on that on and the pocket. It's funny how the pocket felt like because I think it was the exact same screen size as the Game Boy Fat, but it looked bigger because it just took up, you know, the the size of the Game Boy smaller, but the screen took up more space. You know, less had less. Uh, oh yeah, um, you tricked know, your brain. Yeah, just kind of trick your brain. Like <laughs> wow, this is yeah. huge, and this is. I, there's something just novel about you know playing on that little tiny screen and, and it's like this is my own little world I'm, I'm adventuring in but I remember like the, the it was such a unique and different Mario game like even the sound effects the music the mm-hmm. uh, just it was amazing what they could still do with that little Game Boy audio chip but um, you remember like some of the enemies there was like that really like almost like scratchy sound when they would die like you know it's like this kind (laughs) of it's just really i can't even reproduce it but it's uh uh it's just this really fun sound effect and that um and the firepower is like that did you call it the speedball or something or the super ball super ball that that power up that was it was so unique and different. I was like, whoa, this is like the fireball, but not. And um, yeah. I, I loved that last little area where you got to um, you get to fly around, right? Um, so much. In the, in the <laughs> spaceship. Like, I don't know, when, you know, back, back in that time period when you got an idea of what the game was from the box art, right? Or, or the art that's on even the cartridge and that artwork on that box was so different for a Mario game at that time. It was like, like, Whoa, there's like, there's like Moai, you know, like the, the big heads from Easter Island. There's, you know, there's this spaceship that, that Mario's in. You're like, what is this game? This looks amazing. You know, like it just had a lot of intriguing things on it. And and it, and it didn't disappoint. Like, you could, you know, experience all that in there. And it was like, wow, this is really, really cool. But, um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It has a special place in my, my heart, nostalgia. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't just a clone of, say, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. You know, the original NES game. Because it could have easily just been that. But it was its own thing. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Different locations, yeah, different enemies. Yeah. I didn't actually own a Game Boy till later in its life because I was rocking my Atari Lynx back uh, in the day. Nice. <laughs> um, but I did play this game uh, fairly early because my, my buddy uh, Shane had a Game Boy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was really cool. I remember playing Mario Land and like a, a Dr. Wily's Revenge and some of the early Game Boy games. But yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. And when I picked up Later, a 3DS, I downloaded this on Virtual Console as one of my initial purchases to kind of relive mm. time period. Um, and we already talked about some of the, the cool things like the Super Bowl and you know some of the level themes like with the Easter Island statues, but uh, Princess Daisy, 
This was her debut in Mario Land. That's mm. right. Huh. I do love Princess Daisy. She's my go-to in Mario Party or Mario Kart. Yeah, or any Mario offshoot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, Justin mentioned, uh, you know, the, the plane. They're also a submarine. So Mario yes, is a... that's right. Getting some early versatility with his vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> Here's something that surprised me. Just a little bit of a trivia. You know, this game sold over 18 million copies. Wow. It's sandwiched right between Mario 3, which sold over 17 million, and the game we're going to talk about in a little bit, Mario World, which was just over 20 million. Hmm. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, granted, that's... the game sold a lot, but still, mm -hmm. wow. That's impressive. That's a little impressive. game that could. Yeah. Super Mario Land. Mm. It's impressive for this that. This is like the yeah. heyday of Mario, right? Like this is when Mario, oh, Nintendo yeah. and Mario were kind of at their yeah. peak popularity. Mm. Um, Mario is still pretty new at this point. I mean, it's only been, what are we talking, 89, right? And even when Mario World came out a couple of years later, yeah. it's still within a decade of it being created, even the whole concept of Mario. <laughs> yeah. We were um, eating Nintendo cereal and... <laughs> Yeah. Watching the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. And That's right. Mm -hmm. doing it was Mario a bit of a phenomenon. <laughs> this is when Mario was more popular than um, Mickey Mouse. Or <laughs> yeah. more well known, yeah. more recognized. Oh, Mario, I tell you. Anna <laughs> uh, kind of took the limelight off Pac Man, but I forgive him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, anything else you guys want to say about this game, real quick? Because I want to move into the, the sequel, which is even bigger. Mm, just that I really feel like playing it again now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to. I want to play it again. I always feel that way after we do these casts. We're <laughs> <laughs> the game right now. And... Uh huh. <laughs> uh, by six golden coins, this was now. This was the Mario game for the Game Boy. It was so much bigger and it was it felt more traditional in a lot of ways, which um, it, it not necessarily better because I like the originality of the first one, but. It's kind of had that comfortable feeling. Um, yeah, six golden coins. Uh, who wants to start us off on this one? You go first, Justin, since yeah. I went first last time. Yeah, all right. <laughs> if yeah. you like. <laughs> it, this was an interesting one. My, I, I remember playing this early on as well. My uh, my brothers had this one too. It it was it felt like it was a little bit different format, you know. Um, it felt a little bit more segmented. Like, is this is this one that uh, introduced like the the level layouts, kind of the world map a little bit? Maybe I'm misremembering. Yeah, it's that. got a world map. Yeah, kind of like a Mario Three or Mario World. Yeah, mm. and I guess yeah, Mario Three did have it, so this wasn't necessarily the intro to that. But I don't know. It was very very interesting uh you go through like several castles i remember i remember the yeah the carrot power-up was bizarre um <laughs> i i remember getting that and like it, it feels like you're uh it has like a similar animation to like getting bigger like when you got a mushroom and it's like oh wait i'm getting bigger but oh i'm turning into a bunny this is okay <laughs> um but it's very interesting i remember the six golden coins, it was really um, impactful when you got those coins. Like, I felt like uh, like you really were, like, achieving something in the game with each of these, right? Like, they, they weren't uh, 
you know, obviously typical typical coins in Mario games are kind of a dime a dozen, right? Like even the original Super Mario Bros, you're you're finding you're you're getting lots of coins in each level. So it was kind of kind of a unique take to have these kind of special coins, these special items you were you were getting. It felt a little almost it felt a little bit more like an adventure game than a Mario game at times. Like you were you had these items you were getting and you had to like unlock things right didn't you like uh you'd get these six golden coins you eventually you know go to go to face uh, wario but um i don't know just very very different but um but interesting uh i feel like really different yeah. yeah i feel like i liked uh mario land a little bit better i think I, I definitely played it more it feels like i i remember getting stuck in six golden coins and like oh, maybe i'll come back to it maybe i won't and i don't know it's that doesn't have as much um, nostalgia for me. But. Hmm. Interesting. I guess because I didn't play Mario Land originally on the Game Boy, mm-hmm. that and I did this one for some reason. I had this one. Um, that I have a very nostalgic memory of this yeah. this game. I loved this game yeah. so much at the time. I haven't played it since then, so I haven't played this in you know twenty something years. <laughs> it's yeah. been a while. I should try to... Where can I play this, Trev? Do you know? Um, do you have your Switch account linked uh, up with your 3DS? Because you can download it for like two months before they close Ooh. the shop. Yeah, before March. I should check. I should check. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's only a few bucks or, you know, equivalent in Australia. I don't know what it is. Mm, which is pretty good. I would like to. Uh, as we just said, we do like to play the games we talk about anyway. <laughs> but it's been so long. I should revisit it. Um, I do remember... Because, you know, I had the game, like I owned this game, whereas a lot of the, you know, the pinball and the Tetris was kind of like, we we, owned, we co-owned it, like it was a family device. Mm-hmm. But this one seemed to be mine. I don't remember how I got it. I don't know if it was a birthday present. Don't remember those details. But I do remember playing it and loving it. And then some kid at school wanted to buy it from me. And I was like torn because I wanted the money, but also I really didn't want to let go of this game. <laughs> So I don't think I did sell it in the end. I'm like, no, I, I, I said yes. And then when I went to give it to him, I'm like, no, no, I'm sorry. I can't do it. Wait, I need that's in your word. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I just loved it. I remember, I mean, I loved Wario. I think he was a terrific enemy. And this was his debut, right? This is his, the first time we saw him. Well, so yeah, he obviously had his portable games yeah. introduced a lot of key characters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And I thought... At the time, I just thought it was really clever that it was a W7M, you know, just the upside down mm-hmm. <laughs> as a kid. I thought that was awesome because <laughs> he was like the opposite of Mario. He had this like, he was bigger, obviously. And, you know, I don't know if this game, did he eat garlic in this game like he does in the others? I don't know if he was that kind of kind of foulness <laughs> about him. But he was, you know, he was kind of a, a bad version of Mario. He had the spiky mustache kind of thing, like the pointy mustache instead of the mario mustache he just he was just the anti mario <laughs> yeah. i like that concept i like the bunny i like you know i like the cat suit i like the tanuki suit i love all these cute little mario suits that we have yeah. so the bunny was a winner for me um maybe not for everyone else because it didn't come back in any way shape or form since then so <laughs> that's true yeah which is interesting yeah but i um I see that you have pointed this out in our notes, Trev, that it was the last original 2D Mario game for 14 years, which I did not really consider. Yeah, it's interesting. Crazy, because, like, 
you know, especially like the new entries, like, you know, they're like, oh, another new 2D Mario. They kind of maybe feel mm-hmm. similar in some ways, but it's like, that was a big gap. Cause I mean, all the 2D Marios in between there were just ports of existing mm-hmm. games like Super Mario All-Stars or Advance or. Uh, yeah, exactly. And that's not obviously yeah. not counting the Yoshi games or the Wario games, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. From Mario himself, that's a that's a huge gap, and I guess we're looking at another gap at the moment because it's been. What year was uh, was it twenty thirteen the last one? So about ten years since the last proper one. Yeah. Yeah, I know we've got the Switch version, but yeah, it's not new support as well. So you count uh, Mario Maker on 3DS mm. and it's unique, mm-hmm. like pre-built yeah. level, but it wasn't the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I really love this one. Did you say that you had played it back in the day, Trip? Or is this another one that you um, missed out? No, this one I did not. The the first game I did play back in the day. This oh, one yeah. I didn't Sorry, I did say that. Until, mm-hmm. uh, again, 3DS. I think I might have grabbed both of them at once. And I do remember this game. I actually have a very distinct memory of being in a KB toy store with my buddy Jeff. And <laughs> this game, and of course, I had my links. I, I think I bought Rygar. Mm-hmm. Um, Rygar. Which wasn't a bad game, but it's not Mario. Mm-hmm. And I remember trying to justify, like, oh, you know, that bunny thing looks kind of silly. But secretly, I really I wanted it. <laughs> when I finally played it, yeah, I, like, for me, Mario, the original Mario Land, I like a Game Boy version of the original Mario Brothers. Or Six Golden Coins felt like a Game Boy version of, like, a Mario 3, because mm. Mario 3 had the unique worlds, like Giant World, and this one had... You know, the macro zone, which is like tiny world where Mario's like the side of an ant or you know, some of those cool levels, you know, like the space one where, you know, you could kind of, you know, jump with, you know, without the constrictions of gravity. And uh, yeah, it just, it felt unique, but, but traditional at the same time. Yeah. And, yeah, I respect it because, it, you know, it, it introduced Wario and it spun off the third entry into its own thing with, you know, Wario, so. True. Yeah, um, that's cool. I think the music, I remember the music being quite good as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, Trev, because you always have that ear for music. Yeah, I think it's a step up in, not just in compositions, but in quality. I feel like they really, like, you look at those launch Game Boy games, launch window games, and then you look at games that came years later, I feel like they really were able to tap kind of limited power of the mm. Game Boy. Yeah. So yeah, I like I like this one, and uh, I would encourage Justin or anyone else who hasn't, or even Gemma, you haven't played it in twenty years. Revisit it, see if you yeah. still like it, or yeah. if you're like, it's not as good as I remember, but <laughs> I definitely worth sure. checking it out. And mm. I'd love to see some of these zones just revisited. You know, like Turtle Zone, the Pumpkin Zone. You know, all these unique mm. areas. Yeah, that's true. Like the new games are kind of you know you have your you know your bowser level castle level ghost level yeah mm-hmm. castle and level they're all kind of and pace in a way mm-hmm. it seems more structured these days like if it's a mario yeah. game it has to have like an ice world and a mm-hmm. you know a lava world and a desert world <laughs> still yeah. fun but just yeah oh totally yeah not as imaginative i guess yeah mm-hmm. i do remember yeah. in the pumpkin zone the 
the Jason Friday the 13th enemies were like, I remember that scaring me. I was like, oh man, this is crazy. What is this? It's just a little like, you know, but yeah, I know it's kind of dark, like a little hockey mask with the the knife in it said, I'm like, oh man. But, uh, I've forgotten all about those. Yeah. I don't remember that from the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Not something they're promoting necessarily on the cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the worst they had on the cover, I think they had a, maybe a witch or something. I don't remember. Oh, right. yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. So, Mario's two Game Boy Adventures and, of course, big one, which we're probably going to uh, take the bulk of the, our time talking about, Super Mario World, mm-hmm. which is a um, a landmark game. And, you know, a big game, not just in terms of being a new Mario game, but... You know, being be a pack-in because you needed a pack-in game in the data to really keep players invested because that might be the only game they have. You know, when mm. you spend two hundred fifty dollars on a new system and nineteen ninety-one dollars, whatever you know that was, so it had to be a long game to keep them invested. And Super Mario World is a big game, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to rely on you guys a little bit more for this one because uh, my experiences with this game are a little bit unique. Uh, but yeah, let's kick off with a, a Gemma, I guess. Well, I'm intrigued by this uniqueness, so I look forward to hearing about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to oversell it. It's not really <laughs> too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Super Mario World. Um, well, it's no secret that this I list this as my all-time favorite game. I just love this game so much, and I had such a great Wait, all-time time favorite Mario or all-time favorite like ever. I put this up there as all-time favorite it's just yeah I, I spent so much time with this it was it was kind of my first so the super nintendo was kind of my first console i suppose like we had the nes but that was like the families this was like mine <laughs> um and i remember having seen this box and the mario was on the box because it was included like you said and I would just, this was like my prized possession. I just loved everything about the Super Nintendo. And no offense to you guys in the US, but the, the Australian Super Nintendo looked a lot nicer than you, I thought. I'm offended, no, I think yours was a bit more square and brick shaped. I was just like curved edges. It looked really aesthetically pleasing. They both did the same job. Anyway, um, yours was the same Mario, like, so, the, uh, like the UK and all them, it was just the power. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It does look better. Yeah, it was just really cool. Um, and it's it's a console that lasted a long time. I had a lot of games for it. We spent a lot of time with it. Obviously, you know, Mario Kart was another big one. Uh, we talked about A Link to the Past as well. So there's lots of fond memories with Super Nintendo in general. But Mario World, it's the game that I took and put into its little sleeve and put into its little box and put and just cared for more than anything. <laughs> it was like this... Like I said, a prized possession. It was just so special to me. Um, and I just loved everything about it. So I'm just thinking what would be my initial memory? I think it's just that step up from, okay, graphically, I guess, from Super Mario 3, which looked fantastic at the time. But the 16-bit version of Mario is just a step, like a huge step up in my opinion and it just looked fantastic especially in the early 90s it just looked amazing i think it still stands today i think we've talked about how the nintendo 64 graphics 
have somewhat dated in some of those polygon kind of styles. But the 16-bit graphics, I mean, everyone, not everyone, but a lot of developers still try to emulate that style. Like, it still looks great. You know what I mean? It hasn't aged anywhere near as much. Mm -hmm. um, so visually, it was just fantastic. I think the audio also was amazing. <laughs> I can still, I can still, if I would think about the tunes, I can still remember them fondly because I played it that often. <laughs> They were just stuck in my head. <laughs> you may or may not remember that, Trev. But um, yeah, it, it's something that has just stuck with me. And I remember particularly, I suppose the thing that I loved the most about it was the secret, the secrets and discovering all of their secret exits. That was something that gave this game so much longevity so and made it last even longer. Um, and to this day, that's why I go back and replay Mario games. Like, you know that New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe with such a long, uh, annoying title, but it's <laughs> one of the most played games for me on the Switch is because I love going back and I love rediscovering those secrets. I just love jumping in and finding those secret exits, you know, especially with the ghost houses. And um, there's, in this one, in Mario World, it was those little keys you had to find as well yeah. to unlock the door. Um, and it was just, it, it was so challenging, <laughs> especially back then because the internet wasn't really a thing that I, I had. <laughs> to rely on so you relied on magazines um and friends i suppose as well and just trial and error really but it was just so much fun and so satisfying to pull it off and my question for you guys is so i think it was 96 exits in total if i remember correctly or something like that right do you remember the number of exits you know when you started up the game and you had your three file saves it yeah. said how many exits you had conquered or discovered yeah, yeah that sounds familiar to me yeah and i think i only ever had 95 one less than the the total that i was told there were and i just wasn't sure if there were actually 96 or if the final level counted as number 96 like beating bowser i don't know <laughs> mm. did you ever have that issue or do you even remember that those numbers i, I couldn't even get close because some of them, didn't you? You have to kind of like send Yoshi to his death, to get to the exits. Like, <laughs> I feel like there were a few of them where like you had to like kind of send like Yoshi into a pit and jump off like last second. Mm. Like, I can't, I can't yeah. kill Yoshi. Like, <laughs> I know I wanted to kill Yoshi, but sometimes it happened. <laughs> I don't know how. Maybe I'm misremembering it, but I know for and I know there was <laughs> at least a couple like that. You, you could you could use the cape in a lot of levels. So like if you went yes, in, yes, I remember and, doing a lot of swooping and flying yeah, <laughs> to yeah. get to those. There was actually there was actually a, reach places, yeah. a lot in like the forest area that I actually remember using the cape, like flying over all the obstacles and all the little, um, <laughs> uh, those little like uh, fuzzy fuzzy creatures, right? That are um, mm. uh, on the little lines, you know, that that kind of follow yeah. you along the little tracks, you know. <laughs> And you could just like swoop over all of them, and, um, but yeah. Oh man, sorry, Jim. I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to uh, cut you off. That. Oh, that's okay. I was. I was letting you talk. Okay. <laughs> if you want to. Um, the the uh, wooden. The wooden. What's it? The woods. Sorry, I lost the word now. Those levels, though, they also had the wigglers in there. It was the yeah. debut of the wiggler, I believe. Well, that's my favorite. Uh enemy i think in the game is the wiggler i love the wiggler i have yeah. a plush wiggler <laughs> nice. love just kicking like a koopa into him and like seeing them like kind of like 
like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they kind of like jump up and in the like, air. You're not and they're so like, indestructible now, are you? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, the forest yeah. of illusion. That's what the. Oh, that's it. Yes, of course. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh that's where I am in the. Uh, I've been playing it on on Switch Online. Oh, mm. nice. Loaded it up. I'm like, where did I leave off back in uh, 2019? And that's where I am. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was tricky because it had that pathway that kept circling around. It was a bit like. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm thinking, right? In The Legend of Zelda. The Lost forest. Woods. Yeah, Lost Woods, that's it, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like that, where you kind of loop around and you get stuck until you find the right pathway. <laughs> yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Do you have as fond a memory as I do, Justin? Yes. Do you remember putting this back into its little plastic sleeve every night? <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I don't know. Um, I do remember uh, it was... It was almost constantly like in our Super Nintendo. It was, mm-hmm. it was very much one of our most played games. Uh, all of, all of us uh, brothers, my two older brothers and I, we would. Uh, Super Nintendo was probably the time where we were most active gaming together. Um, mm. Like we were all still into games really around that time. And so, yeah, I remember, you know, unlocking star roads and all the secret paths mm. and all the little uh, switch palaces, right? Like trying to find the, the exit so you could, you could, you know, get those switch palaces. I love how they did the world design, too. It really uh, kind of promoted you to explore a little bit. It's like, wait, they're the switch palette. Like when you go to the... Uh, was it on the Donut Plains, that kind of volcano level... And you see the the green switch palace is right next door, and you're like, you might have finished the level, and you just kind of cruise up to the to the ghost house, and you're like, wait, wait, there's a switch palace. How do I get it? You know, <laughs> like, and it's sort of like some of them are kind of easy to figure out in the sense of not easy to figure out. Like you still had to, it was still kind of difficult to find those hidden exits. Like I think that one was kind of crazy. Of like, you had to um, uh, you had to do the spin attack to like. So you had to be big enough to do the spin attack to break some bricks and then mm. go down a pipe, go into another area, and then you could... You had to have a shell, though, to, like, throw up in the air to make one of the vines grow, right? And then um, get up there to get the key. <laughs> Anyways, it was just really, um, really fun, all the secret exits. So I, I remember, like, you trying to trying to find every exit. I do remember... Uh, was it on the uh, the world that's just before Cho- Chocolate Island, Choco Island, something like that? Uh, the world before you get into um, uh, Bowser's area, you know, in the in the center of the ocean mm-hmm. there. Um, that Choco Island, like finding this, the hidden exits, and a lot of the hidden exits were just like take you in circles or take you in these weird circuitous <laughs> things. And but it's like, no, I gotta find all of them, I, you know. Um, it was just so fun. Yeah, even even the Forest of Illusion, trying to figure out all the different paths in there. Um, yeah, this game, uh, unlocking the special world, like that, uh, I loved how all of the worlds were like, you know, slang for like cool, you know, you had like gnarly, mondo. That's right, yeah. uh, Way cool, (laughs) tubular, groovy, it was just, yeah, uh, (laughs) it was just awesome. And the levels were were just really unique, and some of them are really challenging. Like some of those special worlds, 
man, there's some really, really hard ones, really um, difficult ones. So um, anyways, I absolutely loved it. Like music, uh, power-ups, learning to fly that uh, with the cape was a really unique skill. Like that... um, I don't, I don't remember like really any other platforming games, maybe even since then, requiring that level of input. Like you, you basically need, you need to run, you need, you need to have a clear, you know, running and uh, jump in the air. And then you had to like kind of rock back and forth left and right with the D-pad, you know. <laughs> and, and there was a lot of nuance to it. If you did it too quickly, he would just kind of like, <laughs> you know, kind of fall, start falling back to the ground. It, it's amazing the level of gameplay variety they put in that for that era. I I, I don't think it's a stretch, uh, like you said, Gemma, to like this is one of the greatest games of all time. Like I, I um, it is just so. It's amazing how much they got so right so early. You yeah. know, relatively early in, in just video game yeah. design. You know. Um, and it, like like to me this is almost like just peak video game fun like every level just um yeah chock full and, and just like capturing your imagination like the whole overworld and to for nintendo to go from super mario brothers 3 arguably already one of the best games of all time to yeah. super mario world you know having yoshi having this amazing new overworld that like like even it transforms like i mean like you guys like some of these secret paths would like transform the world and it would move islands around you know like Mm -hmm. it was just it was really just incredible i yeah i i honestly so true yeah like like the super nintendo I mean, really did capture a lot of my imagination the super mario world and a link to the past I don't think it's uh, an accident mm-hmm. that so many people have uh, gravitate towards those as some of their favorite games of all times. They are truly just special games. Um, yeah, so. I agree with everything you said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree. I think what you said about the cape is especially um, true, <laughs> just because I was thinking the same thing, um, that it's not like a simple press a button to fly or whatever it's just you really need to practice that i remember playing it with friends actually who weren't familiar with it and they tried it and they just like no what this is too hard to give up and i'm like no no no, look it's it's not easy but once you know you know right like and it's it just opens up the game so much more because then you can do all sorts of things that you didn't think were possible before yeah it sounds like me i'd be like oh this is glitchy (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was... You know what I also loved? Um, I mean, Yoshi, of course. I loved Yoshi. Yeah. Um, a, I wonder, how did they think of Yoshi? Like, how did they come up with that whole concept of yeah. riding on a green dinosaur's back? Well, but you... B, why can't you take Yoshi with you anymore? You know, in Mario yeah. World, you could go into a level, like I used to do this, I'd go into a level, uh-huh. grab a Yoshi and just finish the level or whatever yeah. with my Yoshi so that I could take it to a hard level where I wanted a Yoshi. You can't do that anymore. Yoshi yeah. leaves you at the goalpost or yeah. at the flagpole. Sorry, the goalpost is from Mario World, but yeah. in New Super Mario Brothers, it's the back to the flagpole. Yeah. I want to take my Yoshi with me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I loved I loved just walking around the overworld with with riding on Yoshi's back. Like they did all yeah. all the different like angles of him, you know, like we're walking into yeah. the uh, into the vanilla dome and walking back out. It's just fun seeing his face mm-hmm. facing the screen, you know. Just just these really fun things. I agree. It'd be great to have. Um, I I do think like uh, the way they came up with Yoshi. Um, uh, Miyamoto always wanted to like even with the first Mario Mario Brothers. I thought he wanted to. Um, I actually not Mario Bros. Mario Bros. is the arcade game, but Super Mario Brothers, the first Super Mario Brothers game. Um, he wanted to have a rideable dinosaur. You know, like he wanted to have something oh, like, cool. like that. But and I think I remember watching some like, you know, kind of documentary you know stuff on. Uh, the first three games for the NES, and they were they were close. They had concepts, I believe, even in Mario Brothers three for mm. for Yoshi, but but they just couldn't do it. It was just too much, um, mm. too much to, to to animate, too much for the the hardware at the time for it to handle all of that. Um, and you know, he had to end up just kind of keeping on the back burner. But then when they they had this new hardware and Nintendo was like, Hey, we need to, you know, really, um, like if you guys see some of the, the documentary footage for what Super Mario world was going to be before, like before what we got, like it looked very, very similar. Like the overworld map looked very, very similar to Mario brothers three. Again, like Mario brothers three was so successful. They, you know, they were a little concerned with, with, uh, venturing too far away from that formula a little bit, even visually. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. but, but I think they made some good decisions of like, no, he's still like Mario was looking still too similar. Uh, when they were developing the super Nintendo one, they're like, people aren't going to get that. This is a, this is a big upgrade, you know, that they needed to differentiate mm-hmm. it more. So that's when they, they did a whole lot. Like the crazy thing is like Mario brothers three, and Super Mario World, I feel like those were developed in fairly quick time frames. And it's just amazing, like, how they kind of went back to the drawing board and were like, no, this overworld needs to be a bit more dynamic. And they were, um, mm. it, it, it's it's really interesting, but um, it it's just amazing. It's true, because it came out in 1990 in Japan. When did Mario 3 mm-hmm. come out? Not that long before. No. Really. Yeah. Um, on America, it came out in '90, but it had been out in Japan for like at least eighteen months prior. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's. It's very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, I think uh, uh, there's a there's a YouTuber, the video game historian. Uh, he does a, he does a pretty good job of um, going through those. If you if you look him up, he does. Um, gets a lot of info from a lot of a lot of places, but you see some cool archival. Oh you know, photos of, of Miyamoto and the rest of the dev team working on these games. And it's just, you, know, you see sketches and uh, all of this mm-hmm. stuff. It's going to be cool someday. Like Nintendo's actually working on a museum in Japan. Like I think they may have already opened oh, wow. some, some of it, but they're, they're talking about having places where you can go to see some of this, um, you know, these, these like, you know, graph paper things where they've laid out all the levels and initial world designs and, you know, Anyways, That's so cool. Original yeah. sprite layouts and yeah. do love craft paper. Yeah, yeah. So but. that's amazing. I would love to see a Nintendo museum. I think that'd be mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah, yeah. It'd be cool to go to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. 
definitely a lot of love for this one, I think. Yeah. Are you ready to tell us your story, Trev, or do you want us to keep gushing? Uh, <laughs> wow, well, I'm enjoying listening to you guys, but <laughs> um, I'm a little unique, and uh, you guys and, and listeners may remember, um, I mentioned this before and probably written about it before, but I was a Genesis kid for the 16-bit era, uh, which was not an easy choice. I really hemmed it and hawed. Um, <laughs> in fact, that's an interesting story. I, I, I'm going to save it for another time, but just to decide which system to get, because you know, like when you're a kid, it's not like, oh, I'll just get every console and, and then I'll have access to every game. You only got one, and that was your system for in the foreseeable future, so. Um, Genesis was the right choice for me because all my friends had it, we could trade games, but did have a couple friends that had the SNES, so I made sure to play the big games like Mario World, you know, F-Zero, NCAA Basketball. Um, later, I borrowed a system for some of the bigger games like Chrono Trigger or Link's, uh, Link's Awakening, Link to the Past. Mm. But I didn't end up buying an SNES of my own until it was Model 2, uh, which I think was called, actually, I think it was called the new Super NES, if I remember right, or SNES Junior, maybe. Hmm. I didn't uh, even that know that existed. And I feel like that sort of maybe looked closer to the, the model you had, Gemma, in terms hmm. of design. Like, I don't remember it getting that ugly, like, kind of smoked color <laughs> faded plastic would get. Like, but anyway. Long story short, because I picked up the SNES so late, I think I even had the N64 at that time. I didn't actually give Mario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't actually give Mario World proper attention until I got it on the GBA. Uh, just because mm -hmm. it was much more convenient. And then I'm like, huh. All right. I knew this was a good game already, but now I can really dive in and see what the fuss is about. And um, yes, yeah, so I don't have that nostalgia necessarily that like you and Justin have. Um, I, I would still lean to Mario 3, <laughs> but I say Mario, Mario World is my, my least favorite game for a game that I probably have like five or six copies of across <laughs> many systems. Um, I love that it debuted Yoshi. Mm. Uh, you know, all these games debuted big characters. We talked about Daisy's mm -hmm. debut and Mario's debut. Yeah. Yoshi's debut. I love that. Uh, much like Mario of Six Golden Coins spun off into Wario. Mm -hmm. The Mario World spun off into Yoshi's Island. Um, and I have a lot of the same memories you guys have, even if they're not... Like, I, I was never good at the cape, uh, even though <laughs> it's cool as a main power-up. Um, but yeah, I liked it on the GBA. I was telling you, Gemma, beforehand, but it actually had... You play as Luigi as, as Luigi plays with Luigi physics. So like you'd have like that kind of fluty jump and give it a unique kind of twist. And then like yeah. I'd play uh you know the game on Wii U virtual console and be like, huh, it's not what I remember. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's different. Uh, yeah. The Wii so versatile. But it's confusing because they do keep switching back and forth, I suppose. Between the I two. I really <laughs> really do like the game and in fact, to your point, Gemma, about the graphics, like if I play Mario Maker uh, as much, even though I like Mario 3 more, I always go to Mario World for the aesthetics because <laughs> visuals are just, oh, they're so much, so much better. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a 16-bit, I mean, 
it's twice as good, right? Do the math. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it did something, I think, in the just to games in general, just made a big difference. I was curious That's if you guys had different. favorite, uh, like favorite level types. Well, I've always loved ghost houses. Yeah, They've I remember that you said Kind that. of been my favorite. And I think I mentioned this. Oh, maybe that was just by the by. I mean, you <laughs> mentioned ghost houses. Uh, I like the ghost house tracks in Mario Kart as well, especially the first one. I liked how Mario Kart, <clears throat> Super Mario Kart, kind of tied in with Super Mario World. And they kind of did that with some of the Mario Karts, I think, along the way. They kind of tied it in with the current Mario title, right? Like, I think Mario 64 mm. did that as well, a little bit with Super Mario Kart 64. I think there were some yeah some levels that looked similar to the whatever the current Mario game of the day was. I think the so, only one they haven't done is Odyssey, because we're still yeah. playing, we use Mario Kart. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, so I do like the ghost houses. They tend to have the most secrets as well. So even in the current new Super Mario Brothers games, I always... They're, cha they're so challenging. Sometimes they're frustrating, to be honest, because even even the one on the Switch, even New Super Mario Bros. Deluxe, which I played to death, like it is the second most played game on my Switch, um, I still revisit it every sort of six months or so, and then I'm like, where was that secret exit again? I'm just, <laughs> oh, I know it's around here somewhere. <laughs> so, yeah, just the ghost houses for me are kind of challenging um and they're not spooky you know it's mario they're cartoonish but i love the booze i love the music that creepy kind of even when the doors open mm. you know in mario world it yeah. kind of does that you know mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just, i love everything about those those levels they're so much fun yeah i love what about you justin i like the um i'll, I'll always love the music and the ghost houses um mm. I, but yeah favorite theme like like the one that immediately came to mind that I didn't have to think much about was was the airships. I know there's not there's not any airships in the, in Mario World, but I love the airships yeah. in Mario Brothers Three and um yeah the airships were a lot of fun. I like levels with uh with water, so it doesn't have to be like an underwater level, but sometimes they have like those fun little floating platforms and they kind of mm. you know. Mm. Uh, I, I don't like the big fish that would come after you and try to eat you, but, uh, you know. But. <laughs> no, without fireballs, they were pretty much impossible. <laughs> That's right, yeah. But I liked a lot of that. I Something I didn't, um, I was just remembering, but I, I honestly, I like a lot of the castles. The, mm -hmm. uh, the levels where you had those crazy uh, spiky things that would come flying out real fast oh. and you had to time. Oh, man, those were really, those were really yeah. nuts. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I like I like the challenge of the castle levels, but in Super Mario World, one of the most endearing things is when you beat a castle. I love the little animation afterwards. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Oh man, and and do you remember the one where um, uh, I don't know if uh, is that the fourth one where you get you go across the butter bridge, but I think when you beat that one. Um, yeah, the castle, yeah, because, uh, is it the Donut Plains, oh, Vanilla Dome, and then you would go to the bridges, and then the castle's mm -hmm. up on the top right before you have to go down the ladder to the, um, forest, right? But that castle mm -hmm. there that's on the top right of this world, uh, it has, like, this little, um, round hill, right, with little eyes, 
And when you, I think when you beat it, like, doesn't the castle, like, launch off? Like, like Mario has, like, a little TNT or something, and it, like, launches off, and then it, like, lands on it, and it creates the, he has, like, a little bandage on it or something. Anyway, it's just, like, really just cute and fun, and, um, yeah. Yeah, attention to detail. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, it is hilarious that, like, Mario is, like, a demolitions guy after each of these. It's kind of funny that... Like, doesn't sometimes he just like jumps on the side of it? Like, he hits the, he like just jumps, jumps, yeah. and then it crumbles. Yeah, like gonna kick the castle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, he was in Wrecking Crew on the NES. Which is yeah. True. Yeah. Cinemage to his past. Yeah. <laughs> he, knows, he knows a thing or two about it. <laughs> mm. oh, man. So good. I am. Um, I'm a sucker for the water levels. Like, like just yeah. in this game, I love the. I never really. Like, they were cool in like the original, but feel like it didn't control that great and then in mario 3 i liked them but they just weren't as eye-popping like uh-huh. the shimmering kind of like seaweed like in the background it's like just so eye-catching to me uh-huh. but um yeah i do yeah, like I, I give it back to the castles too because i love climbing on the fences and then like punching it and flipping around yes uh, that's yeah. so cool oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah i feel bad punching the coopers but though yeah <laughs> Jiro keep killing Yoshi to find your secret exit. Yeah, no. Huh. <laughs> Go figure. Oh, well, Koopa was my character in Mario, in Mario Kart. I used to drive as Koopa Troopa. Uh, there was no Daisy in Mario in Super Mario Kart. So Koopa Troopa uh, was my yeah. go-to. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I another <laughs> um, level type. I think they may have been introduced in Super Mario World was the where you get on those like auto-moving blocks, right? Um, you know, yeah. you know, what I'm talking. It's like a series of like eight blocks, and it's just kind of moving along, and you yeah. and you have to kind of like like it'll kind of like double over itself, or it'll go up high, and so you have to jump, like basically keep up with it. That was re- a really fun idea. Like I know they've done a lot of those level types since then in Mario games, but that was that was really cool and unique. Um, and I one tricky too at times. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> And I loved one of my favorite enemies in this is the. I was looking up the, um, uh, the name. They're called Blargs, <laughs> but uh, which kind of kind of reminds me of just like the sound that they make when they show up. But like, uh, but yeah, the Blargs just kind of like go, Blarg, you know, like like you like you'll, like you'll just hear yeah, those little fire, they're little fire dragons uh, when they come up from yeah. the bottom of the level. <laughs> Um, I think they're yeah, in the vanilla they dome do. area. Um, mm. oh, so much fun. Did Magic Cooper was Magic Cooper in Mario yeah. Three, or did he start in Mario? Uh, I think Magic Cooper was introduced here. Yeah, I don't remember him in Three. I feel like yeah. the blurbs. I remember them from Yoshi. Yeah. Oh, they were in Yoshi. And yep. they're still in the current games as well. Yeah, Magic Koopa uh, first appeared in, in Mario World. Cool. Another, another yeah, movie. I like Magic Koopa. Yeah. I think he was a good enemy. <laughs> he was challenging Wait, at the time. Magic Koopa and Kamek, are they the same? Well, uh, I, get I have it. some character profile on this, actually. Ah, that's right. Kamek is a specific Magic Koopa. Oh, uh, see, I gotta go back and read it. I already forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so Magic Koopa is the type. Magic Koopa is like the... Yeah. <laughs> Magic Keeper is like the species, I guess, yeah. and Kamek is one of them. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, awesome. interesting. 
from. I think I don't think he had a name. I don't think he was called Kamek in. No, um, yeah, he was. World. I think it was. There were just mm. multiple magic keepers. Yeah. Can be confused. Whereas, like, I always thought Baby Bowser and Bowser Junior were like the same, until I found out they weren't, and then like, huh? Yeah. yeah, that's confusing. That's <laughs> <laughs> confusing. Mm-hmm. Now the Kooplings aren't aren't Bowser's kids anymore. Now they're just like lackeys. Yeah. Uh, they're to, uh, maybe they're like his adopted kids. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Bowser Jr. Was he? Change. They're still. His kids. <laughs> yeah. Was Bowser Jr. He wasn't in this one though, was he? Uh, no. No. Yeah. But I did love Bowser's, um, and that's why you know when in the current games. Bowser Jr. has his little flying cart, or whatever you call it, the cl- the clown cart. Oh, what is that thing yeah. called? The thing he flies around that circle yeah, clown thing. <laughs> whatever it's called, I'm terrible with names. He, it's like Bowser Jr.'s now, but I'm like, no, 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 that's Bowser's. Because in Super Mario World, that was his, that was the final boss stage where he was flying around in that Koopa cart. Oh, sorry, Koopa cart. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> play this 30-year-old game. But yeah, I do remember, um, loving that final battle with bowser and finding it tricky but also finishing it and feeling really proud of myself <laughs> because i think this was the first oh no mario 2 i did finish but this is the first bowser mario game i finished on my own because remember in mario 3 my cousin did it for me because uh-huh. i was a bit younger and less experienced mario 1 i never finished like that was just too hard <laughs> i finished that later like on probably on the switch actually um I think I was but mario I think I did three yeah. first. Yeah, so Mario World was my first true Bowser completionist right. kind of game, which I feel proud of. <laughs> yeah. Did you look up any tips? And because uh, I remember here, Nintendo Power covered the heck out of the game, but they also I had this guide, even though I didn't own the game at the time. <laughs> like, this really detailed guide, and at the time I ended up getting the game, I think I had like uh, traded the guide or something to a friend, and I'm like, oh, I wish I still had it because that would something <laughs> well, it was like the links link to the past guide but it was mario world mm. i don't oh, think i had a guide no yeah. all these characters and uh, yeah i, I was just in, i was i'd hit my stride by this point <laughs> nice yeah uh, like i'm pretty good at mario i would say i don't know not the best but i'm pretty decent i like i that's why i say i love the, the current the, the current mario game on the switch going back and you know, conquering, especially Star Road, that, that tradition's continued yeah. for those special levels. Yeah. And they are hard, like Justin was saying. They, <laughs> they are still That difficult. hardness, has that difficulty has, yeah, that's been maintained to this day. Yes. <laughs> Some really tough levels. Yeah. But it feels so good to complete them. Yeah. So, so good. Do you guys remember the the triple, the three-up moons? I think, were those exclusive in, yes. in, the, in the Star Road levels? I don't remember if they were. Ooh. I don't think they were in any I of the other know. levels. I'd like to know how they work because even in New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, randomly you'll get three moons, or yeah, the three moons um, as a as a one up. You know, normally there's hidden blocks or whatever, and it's a it's a one up mushroom. But sometimes it just randomly is a moon. I don't know why that is. Yeah. I don't know if it's just a randomized thing, like every ten, or you know, you've got a, you've got a one in something chance ah. of getting a moon. But I don't remember in Mario World how that worked. Yeah, so I'm looking it up here. Uh, if the player replays a level, the moon will disappear from where it was until the game is reset. 
uh, most but not all three up moons are accessible only if Mario or Luigi is utilizing his cape form. Um, but apparently, apparently there are seven levels where they can be found. Um, cool. Yeah. Additionally, the moon seen in Star Star World resembles that three up moon. Interesting. So yeah, I didn't fun. know that. Yeah. That's cool. Still giving out secrets to this day. I know, I know. <laughs> it's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. 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 I think you have a fun fact about this game as well, Trev. Oh, yeah. So, and this could be, this could change, but since we haven't really had a new Mario game <laughs> since, I don't think it has. As of 2018, this was Miyamoto's favorite, favorite Mario game. Huh. That begs the question... Is it your favorite Mario game? And if you want to distinguish 2D to 3D, you guys can do that. But uh, yeah, I'm just curious because oh, I already confessed that I like Mario 3 more. Uh, maybe because I don't have you know, the nostalgia. By the time I played this, I was older. But uh, you guys, this is Gemma. You said this was maybe top of the top, like even more than yeah. like Zelda. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, A Link to the Past is another uh, top game you know it's hard to distinguish but mario world super mario world has traditionally been my favorite game so if anyone says what's your favorite game super mario world <laughs> yeah i stand by that i stand by that yeah. so you know zelda and mario are my two favorite franchises so i think mario just just kind of just just a little bit over there gets a little bit of the edge on on Whoa. it for me Hear the <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of Mario 3 versus Mario World, well, that's no competition for me. For me, Mario 3 is fantastic, but Super Mario World, yeah, just a next next level kind of thing. Ah. Mm -hmm. And Justin? Yeah, man, I... Can we still be friends, Justin? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I always waffle back and forth between Mario Brothers 3 and, War and Mario World. Um... And and uh, you know Miyamoto saying it's his favorite that that uh, that does carry some weight. Um, I think I think for him it was you know it was that culmination uh, of hey I finally mm. finally got to ride a dinosaur in this game you know yeah um, <laughs> yeah exactly and I man they're both so good like I said like the my favorite themed levels are the airships like the airships in mm. in Mario Brothers three. You know, that's the first one with the Koopa Kids, Koopalings. Uh, mm -hmm. um, there's there's so much character in those worlds. The dancing palm trees get me every time. The, <laughs> um, I I would say, though, that like, like if I had to take all of the worlds in Mario Brothers 3 and compare them with Mario, all the worlds in Mario World, like the little areas, I guess, in, in Mario World, I think the edge would probably go to Mario World. Um, Ooh. But like, but it's like, it's like the slightest of edges. Like I, the, uh, you know how like Mario Brothers 3, like most of the time when I replay Mario Brothers 3, I'm getting, I'm getting the flutes and I'm like skipping over some of the mid mm. stuff, right? And, and occasionally I'll go back and I'll play some of the ice level is pretty fun. That that uh, really green level, I think that's the seventh world, the one that's like that nobody typically stops on, you know? Yeah, it's got all the yeah. pipes and yeah. stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like there's some, 
I love that like the big world is great. Like there's some really standout ones in Mario Brothers 3, but I feel like I don't know, I feel like every area in Mario World, the secret exits, Yoshi, power-ups, the fact that Yoshi can even be powered up by, you know, eating a red shell to breathe fire. Like mm-hmm. there was just <laughs> yeah. all the all the things Yoshi could even eat and spit out and it, like it <laughs> There was so much gameplay variety. I still I like Mario World. Probably still gets the edge to me, but I probably do still have a little bit more. Um, man, that uh, the Tanuki suit and um, uh, man, the Tanuki suit is hard to beat. I do yeah. love the Tanuki suit. Tanuki suit, the, the raccoon yeah. suit. Man, it's they're they're both so good. I you can't go wrong with either of them. But. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a nice. Um, <laughs> diplomatic way to end that <laughs> <That's> conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you said yours is Mario Three, Trev. How many? Just because yeah. you put into Mario World so much later, and yeah. I, I think so. I mean, people always be like, "Oh, you shouldn't let nostalgia blind you," but I, I embrace nostalgia as long as you admit it. Yeah. And I freely admit that uh, Mario Three, I get the, those memories. They're such a big part of my youth playing games you know as a little kid and mm. but yeah, i mean for, for this game i mean yoshi I, it's tough to beat yoshi jump in the visuals is just still wows me to this day and it's just such a big game mm-hmm. you know i like and mario 3 was big but this game is just like a next level big and you know i think it introduced to like the concepts like you know yoshi coins like oh i'm not just beating the level mm, trying to get you know yeah. these this optional challenge so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so it's a worthy it's a worthy uh follow-up and like i said uh, i i own so many copies of this game across every <laughs> nintendo system i own so it's going to be doing something right yeah um, true <laughs> yeah so uh, that is going to have to end it because I think we're already over the hour mark. But considering we talked about three games, I mean, it's, it's not too bad, bad. I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Give you guys the final word if you want to add anything else on on World or or any of these. Not really. I just thank you for letting me talk about this because, as I've always said to you, it's my favorite game. So I've been dying to talk, to do this this podcast. So I got it all out of my system now. <laughs> <laughs> I. Oh, it yeah. is it is so good. Uh, I echo everything you were saying, Gemma. It's it's an incredible game, and, and and like we were saying earlier, it still feels like after each of these, I'm like, man, I want to play through all these right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to revisit Mario Land and uh, Six Golden Coins. It's been a while since I've revisited that. Oh yeah, definitely do that one. Yeah. I'm curious what you think. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've given it the full attention it deserves but um yeah this was a lot of fun i'll uh i know next time i think trev we're, we're gonna be talking some pokemon uh yeah i think so nice. we're doing i don't what is it gen three do we or no i think we, we did the gen one games do we do gen two maybe we did we did a, a little bit of gen two. it was mostly gen one i think you went into yeah. gen two a little bit that's so. right yeah Gen two, we should spend some good time on. That's my favorite gen. So we will. Uh, we'll, oh, all look, right. Well, we got to make sure we yeah look, we do that. Look forward to that, everyone. It's uh, and those games are amazing. Gold and silver, 
Heart Gold, Soul Silver. If you end up playing the remakes, but um, uh, such incredible games. Um, so yeah, uh, stay tuned for that next uh, Koopa Cast, and thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a good day. <laughs>